0: Moncrief on News Talk. Back in the day, the HMV store on Henry Street was where people would go to. Buy records or queue to buy tickets or even go to hear bands. It closed in 2016, but thanks to the resurrection of vinyl sales, HMV is returning to Henry Street again. It's their first store opening outside the UK. The opening is slated for sometime around the end of next month. News talks time repeating itself. Correspondent Henry McKean has been investigating.
1: Henry, what do we know so far? Yeah, it really is a time warp. We're looking at Friday, June 30th, according to the HMV managing director Phil Halliday. Uh, He's talking about feeling excited to be back in this uh, city, how great it is for history. And he's talking about, you know, basically going back in time, as you said, uh, it's going to be a 6,000 square foot space with three floors. Uh, There's going to be pop culture merchandise, too. Uh, They're going to have 15,000 products, including 5,000 vinyl albums and 5,500 CDs. And I suppose we wanted to look back in time and look back into that, I suppose, nostalgia. And here is uh, Figner O'Brainon from the Hothouse Flowers. He joins us from a seaside town in England. They're on tour.
2: Only yesterday I was reminded of the time that we launched our album People in the HMV shop in Henry Street. And then we got on a flatbed truck and we played our way up O'Connell Street with a horde of people following us up all the way to Grafton Street where we played at the HMP shop there so it is wonderful news that the, uh, the shop is open again and that vinyl is making this remarkable comeback we're actually we're on tour we're doing our first English tour first UK tour should I say in in about five or six years and we have for the first time in our careers manufactured our own vinyl to sell at the show's we have our record Let's Do This Thing and then we have a double album expanded version of Into Your Heart um, and people are loving it it is it is a remarkable thing that's happened in, in the culture of music in the in the past few years where it seems like vinyl has made this incredible resurgence I don't know whether it's something to do with the, the size of it you know there's nothing like taking the vinyl out of the sleeve and looking at all the lyrics and the artwork and so on and it's all su- on such a ...a bigger, more glorious scale than, than CDs were... ...and infinitely bigger and more resonant than than digital files. And I have nothing against digital files. I think it's great. I use, I use digital media the whole time... ...but it is, it, it doesn't, there's nothing like taking a record out... And, ...and dropping the needle into the groove... ...and listening to the sound... ...sticking your head between the speakers... ...and feeling the warmth of, of that sound. So, um, yeah. So, hearty congratulations... To everyone at HMV for, for getting the, the record shop open again and uh, sending love from Scarborough. Oh, exotic! Uh, Fake no
0: in there, and we don't recommend you stick your head in between the speakers because that's uh, that'll cause deafness uh, among other things. So, like, are are the public wildly excited about this, Henry?
1: Absolutely, I do like really loud speakers and the vibration. I like standing beside them, but people are quite excited. I met this lady; she was uh, uh, watching a funeral on, on her phone in the streets. A fiddle uh, player, a member of the Chieftains, Sean Keen, he died unexpectedly last week, and his last performance I was actually at. It was the Joe Biden. Uh, ban- in our concert, um, that uh, special chieftain's appearance. Very humbling to be at that. Here is Maeve uh, Callahan.
3: I think it's great, yeah. Yeah, because I really miss... I mean, everything went, you know, digital and all, and I think the return of the vinyl is great, yeah.
1: So you tried to get your record player working last night?
3: Yes, well, I have... I actually bought a turntable. I, have a, I had an ancient one, but I bought another one. You years bought ago. a new one? Yeah, well, not yesterday, a few years ago. So I have it already for my old finals. Well, I played last night Keol Tori Kulin in in homage to Sean Keane, who has sadly died unexpectedly, whose funeral mass is on at this minute, as we speak. But I have Pete Seeger, I have um, all the golden oldies, Andy Williams, all these guys, and then later on ABBA and all these. I have a whole collection of of the LPs.
1: So you love the Chieftains, you love ABBA?
3: Yeah, um... Oh, who else do I love? (laughs) Loads of stuff. Um,
1: And do you think it's interesting? We embraced streaming, we embraced modern technology, but now we're going back.
3: I think it's great, yeah. I love going back to the old stuff. I think you can't beat the old stuff, and I think there'll always be a revival in it. I think the wheels just turn.
1: And did you like going through record shops? We're outside a small one here. Do you like to browse Yeah, the same look? as you'd
3: browse through bookshops. I'd look, but I might not always buy, but just yeah. I like the idea of them. Yeah, they're just something nice to touch them and have a look and see what's on them.
1: Well, I'll let you get back to that few more yeah, masks. You yeah. have it on the phone there.
3: Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. this
4: morning on this very, very sad occasion.
0: Right, that's uh, a woman watching. God, that's mad, isn't it? Because... I know. Yeah, you technology. said it was, She mm. was just watching the highlights of it, mm. but she was watching it live. Yeah, when she was she, walking this down the streets. I, mean,
1: I mean, that's crazy. It's yeah. old and new. It's it's you know all that tradition, uh, traditional music, as well as modern technology, all mixing up together. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Though at the same time, she's uh, obviously a fan of fan of the old vinyl. Uh, as well you, you have a, a record player Henry
1: I do yeah. I do have one I've got one at home It's uh, it got fixed up recently it's 1960s the, the Hi-Fi Hospital fixed it up they're great um, Hi-Fi Hospital uh, they they did a great job and it's working again and I actually did bring in some vinyl you did uh, and they're yeah. singles they're singles uh, now that's more unusual uh, well that's... this is it remember that I, I was kind of uh, late 80s early 90s that I started uh, buying these some of these are mine and some of them are my wives yeah. some of them yeah. Yeah. I'm Plus, proud but, of oh Henry. Um, uh,
0: uh, say, say, for instance,
1: Gaza and
0: Lindisfarne, there's a weird combination – Fog on the Tyne Revisited. Well, well I guess it was a huge
1: start. Was that as good as
0: Fog on the Tyne, the original version? I'm just going to see... Are you? Lo- That's pretty good, Henry. The dust on that now. Mother of God, man.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of You have of, to look a after vinyl.
0: That's the whole thing. Plus a big paw print there. Is it scratched? Can you see no, scratches? No, I can't see scratches, but it'd be very staticky.
1: Oh, and I need you to of that out.
0: out. So, but you can get a little brush for that. But
1: like the you, Europe, the final countdown, um, this was absolutely huge. I think it's... 1986 i actually thought it was later than that yeah um but yeah uh, that's uh that's actually um the pet shop boys that's, oh yes
0: yes that's, um, that's, yeah that's, and again that's the were, other one who no one knows his name the guy who stood behind them. yes
1: yeah. they're, they're, you know and then there's a few there that i'm proud of a few that i'm i'm no, not proud of do, do you play these I do sometimes. My son likes to play them and, you know, scratchy, scratchy. Yeah. It's all quite exciting to, for him. He's five. He yeah. loves playing them. But I have to say, we do play them now and again. But because it's so old, the record player, we're worried that we'll break it. So just on special occasions, we'll stick How it on. How old is, is the record player? I think it's 1960s. Oh, wow. So, uh, so my it's wife like um, inherited it Uh uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's old and it needs special care. So on a special occasion, we'll stick it on. Maybe open a bottle of wine and then the house will be full of dust and vinyl. Get them out <laughs> and scratchy sounds and that kind of deep, beautiful... Beautiful sound. And on that, um, it's just some figures here. 2022 saw the largest volume of vinyl since 1990. And believe it or not, it's thanks to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has been pushing it. And I did get to speak to some Swifties, I think they're called, and a fan from Germany. And I visited a record store in Dublin's city centre.
2: Uh, hello, it's Ender from Spin Records,
1: Georgia Street Arcades. Ender, we're here in the heart of Dublin. You've got some records there. You're oh, going yeah. through them, some old LPs. You're surrounded by records. We've got everything here from ABBA right through to Daft Punk and everything in between. For you, how do you feel about records? Obviously, they're back and HMV are back. I
2: see HMV are back, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's probably no, no bad thing. We've been here quite a while, so we've seen ups and downs and records are for life, I guess, you know. It's good to see that people are getting back into it, I guess, yeah. What do you love about records? Yeah, well, it's the physicality, it's the sound, it's the artwork, it's um, the collectability, the elusive, elusiveness of it, the um, just the whole buzz. Yeah, running in for life.
1: You like Taylor Swift yeah. on vinyl, and you're from Germany.
5: Yeah, I'm from Germany, right? And I like, I'm Swiftie, like since 2009, I guess. So and you love her. I, yeah, I actually adore her. Do she's you think great. she's
1: better on vinyl than perhaps stream?
5: You know, I think that vinyl is like gives a good aesthetic and stuff, and it's like another feeling and another vibe, especially to her like folklore album, for example, because it like has another vibe. I like folklore. Like, yeah, I love the album folklore, but also her other albums. So each album has like a different like vibe that is given. You know what I mean? And, and you for, like the sleeve. Right, and for folklore, it's very nice if you have like a vinyl. But for for example, for 1989. It's better if you have like a CD and you can dance on the radio to it. You know what I mean? The texture of the vinyl, the whole process, experience of choosing your vinyl, taking it out of the paper, you know, putting it on the the reel, and it, it's it's even the lead up to it is a pleasurable moment. So
1: you love the whole turntable experience? I do.
5: I miss it. Yeah, and it's not instant. It's a thought and it's an experience.
1: Do you welcome Henry Street? And HMV
5: back together again? I think so. Maybe not so much Henry Street, but...
1: Would you like to see it open on Grafton Street? I think I would. You're in your mid-twenties. Do you find yourself going back to records at all? Do you ever use a record?
5: No, not at all. Spotify all the
1: way. So you stream the whole time? Absolutely, yeah. Could you work a record player?
5: No, not at all. I think I've only seen it in movies, to be honest. I don't know if I've seen one in real life. So you couldn't put the needle on the record? No. no. Now, where does it even start? Where does it end? God only knows.
0: Where does it start and where does it end? It's interesting, all mm. the... When, whenever you, you ask someone why they like vinyl and it's yes. all the texture and the experience and really all I'm hearing is... Uh, yes. It's it's much harder to roll a joint on a CD case than it is on a record. <laughs> That's essentially what the subtext to all of that is. I'm just going to put that. I, out I there. thought
1: you were going to say Stranger Things or yeah. something like that made it popular, but you're actually going that route. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, no, just really interesting. That lady wasn't. Prepared to make the effort to go over to Henry Street, she she was going to wait until perhaps one opened on Grafton Street. But you know, well, it's not a not that's a great, that's a weird Dublin thing. Because not not outsiders won't go over to I mean, the north it's side because they're scared. It's just a short walk. You know, Henry yeah. Street is the new Grafton Street. It's a, a wonderful, wonderful, yeah. wonderful street. Um, but yeah, like even there's lots of excitement going on out in De um, Here is our very
4: own Tom Dunn. I have to say, I'm very excited about the return HM HMV. I've always loved the shops. I used to spend Friday afternoons there on the way home, grab the three DVDs for, for 20 euro. That was one of my favourites. But ever since then, I, I still gravitate towards those spaces. Um, the Golden Disk shops are still open. They're still wonderful. When the kids are in town, they have their place. They want to go, I have my place. I want to go. I want to look at music tech, headphones, Bluetooth speakers, maybe a vinyl deck. Oh, I just love it. And then if I'm treating myself, the thing I still want to treat myself to is a vinyl record. If you're looking around for something to bring home that you're excited about, for me, it's still a vinyl record. And and Natalie Merchant, the new Daft Punk, Lancome's album—they're all absolutely brilliant. But you know it Also, I think as as a space, music shops were important spaces. You used to get signings. You might get a band performing in shop. All those kind of things—they were great. It was a great in the sense community. So I missed that. They they, they still are there. They still Golden Discs and stuff. But HMV was a big one, you know. So to get another one back I, I have to read it. That's, that for me is a good news story and I shall be treating myself
0: Yeah Tom will be treating himself Now he's right though as well at the same time that like I, I remember the Virgin megastore down that was down on the East. It was massive but it was a cathedral to it, music. Was, it was stunning. It was
1: extraordinary. Uh, there, there was like a classical music section. There was even a mini disc section. I'm showing my age here. Yeah. Uh, there was, um, you know, That was an much... unfortunate
0: sidetrack there. I <laughs> went down that one too.
1: And it was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, now, the thing is, though, about
0: hmm. not to criticize HMV, yeah. but like you mentioned Spin Dizzy, there's, like, yes. there's a few smaller record yeah. shops around the city, and, and they do something the large record shops don't do is that the large record shops stuff as many albums as they can in each particular bin. Yeah. So when you're flicking, you can't actually see. It's too you need stuffed. A, it's too yeah. stuffed. You need a little bit of room. You do. And and in the smaller record shops, they leave a little bit of room. Plus also, <laughs> it's usually blokes, but there's a kind of a politeness. There's a, a church-like yes. atmosphere. If you're going through the M's, the guy beside you will wait politely until you're finished and then, you know, move on. Or maybe go around you and do that. in are very then the helpful too. Very, yeah, it's uh, hmm. I, I don't know like these larger record stars it might be more. I don't know. A bit commercial. A I know exactly commercial. what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, there be amateurs in there. And you,
1: can, you can hang around in these record stores for hours and they yeah. don't mind and they don't send over a security guard. You can, yeah. You, <laughs> there's a lot of.
0: Depending <laughs> if you got some, something large a cube thing stuffed up your jumper <laughs> well, and right then went in.
1: I mean, they're very heavy and um, vinyl. This is the thing. If you know, not very easy to steal because the sheer, the sheer weight of them. But yeah, memories, um, moments in people's lives, nostalgia. And I always thought they were quite expensive. Um, uh, growing up, they used to be one pound uh, ninety nine for for a single. For a single, uh, for, yeah. You know, you're like five years older than me, so you paid probably a little less. Yeah, I'm that's not, right. Not sure. I, play,
0: I played three doubloons for a single back <laughs> in my day.
1: But, uh, here is Lorcan Collins from the 1916 walking tour. I just bumped into him. He he loves records. Here are his memories.
5: Henry, I have great memories of records and I still buy records as well. But like as a kid, I remember being 11 or 12 coming into town on the bus and then going home and sort of showing off to everybody that I'd been to Golden Discs, which always kind of filled me with great joy.
1: And you loved going to Golden Discs, you loved that feeling. And for you, touching the vinyl, finding the vinyl, bringing it home, and the costs, they weren't cheap.
5: They weren't cheap, but I worked in Brennan's Bakery as a bread boy on a van, and I used to make a few shillings. And these days I feel once a week I go up to Spin Dizzy in Georgia Street Arcade because that's one of the best record stores in Dublin, and I always feel the same feeling when I walk home uh, with my uh, record showing off to everybody.
1: So you still love... That. and how do you feel about HIV coming back why are we embracing records again we're moving away from streaming
5: what i think is great i mean the more record stores the better and my kids they love records they're always buying uh, vinyl so i think it's great you know it's 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 just in a world that's gone so sort of modern and digital it's lovely to see that kids are embracing analogue
1: and tickets. I mean, I remember queuing up outside record stores to get tickets for a gig. Uh, I remember sometimes seeing uh, artists inside record stores. Are you similar?
5: Yeah, I mean, I suppose over the years you'd see people like Phil Linnett, you know, and you'd get very excited wow, by that. Got to see yeah, him. yeah. I remember seeing Philo in town quite regularly as a kid. So I guess, um, you know, everybody remembers seeing Bono and U2 and all the lads hanging around. But uh, for me, someone like Philo, he's the greatest rock and roll star ever in Ireland.
0: There you go. Uh, Lorcan Collins there who's seen everyone uh, uh, walking around the place. Henry, uh, thanks a million there. So uh, the 30th of June. Uh, the 30th HM, of June. Yeah. Lots of excitement. Uh, lots of excitement around that. Right, though, uh, as uh, one texter, a couple of texters are saying, uh, vinyl is just damn expensive. In the 90s, a new release vinyl album was cheaper than the CD version. Now it's double the price and sometimes three times the price, uh, says Cormac. I think that probably there is an issue there in that there's a uh, there's a physical lack of places uh, the, the factories that actually produce the records. And that was, uh, somebody mentioned Taylor Swift there earlier on. When Taylor Swift decides, I'm bringing out an album and I'm going to have it on vinyl, then all the other bands or musicians who, want to, who have produced an album that year, they get knocked back down the queue. Uh, and because there's, there's uh, so little space for it, it's that much more expensive to produce. It's probably also there's a factor of people are still prepared to pay it.